When was uh, how old were you when you first heard the song? Oh my god, dude! I forgot. I probably was in the seventh or sixth. Grade. Seventh or sixth grade? Yeah, I got introduced to rap through my older brother. Okay. Through NWA. NWA yeah, was your portal was, in? Yeah, that was my portal in, and then uh, I don't know when exactly I listened to rap. I just know I was like, "What is this jazz infused music?" Music. Yeah. Who is this guy rapping? Q-Tip was the one I was like, who, 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 what is this majestic voice? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was cool because, you know, what's weird is, like, you don't get uh, hip-hop like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing's that chill. Nothing, nothing. Everything now is, like, very um, melodic. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of rapping going on. It's more, like, melodies and chants and it weird is. shit. That's I my mean, type. That's I mean, my there's type. a couple people holding it down <laughs> in rap band, but, it, you know, I... Call me old school, but I don't think nothing ever compares to 90s hip hop. So you're stuck in a time capsule I'm like stuck, me. Yeah. When it comes to hip hop, yeah. yeah. So know. have you tried to adapt to any of the new shit? Like I, I'm into my girl got me into the the baby. I like that shit. Yeah. And uh, like some shit just sticks in your head. Like that's my type. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess like uh, like for me, I like uh, like Logic, Lil Dicky. I like you know, what I mean Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. You know, what I mean, like I think those are the people. That Do you ra- you're a rapper yourself, right? Like, did you? Uh, I never rap. I never but you have a podcast where you make people make a rap song, right? Yeah, I make com- I, I force comedians. Down. So this is a cool podcast. If you guys haven't, <laughs> all right. Well, I've been a little rude. Uh, this is my guest, Chris Rubio. Everybody, uh, yes. Where's the applause? Track? The the, applause, the only applause that he gets is the the, the Thank chihuahua you, Miranda, fucking <laughs> growling the only audience member. <laughs> For the- <laughs> For the first like five minutes, we had to get the Chihuahua used to him because he's just growling the fuck at him. But uh, now we're here, and uh, yeah, we got Chris Rubio. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. So you know, we just met up again at this dude. Uh, shout out to Vince Royale. He had a wedding. I I bumped into this guy. We're getting married. There, it, it's it's always a good thing when when uh, when a comedian is with a good lady. You know what I mean? You know, like you're with a good lady, I'm with a good lady, and it it, it just makes our comedy so much. Uh, we get material from it. <laughs> you also get like balance. You get balance, yeah. I think you 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 know what you get. I get less. I'm less angry when I go up and less in my head. Yeah. Because like on the way there, you know, we've been laughing, we've been sneaking wine into like coffee cups, yeah, like yeah, like just we we're like juvenile and like delinquent by the time we get that's like oh i'm right up my alley like so when i get up there i'm less in my head because a lot of times it's like you're always alone in this game a lot of times you you pull up to a spot and you're like it's very discouraging i mean i still still get discouraged i mean you know sometimes i'll do a dive bar and have a horrible set with people heckling me i'm like what now how do you deal with hecklers do you are you good on the fly are you Uh, um, i'm kind of good on the fly because um most dive bars I do, I usually bring my music, so I kind of drown the hecklers in my. Oh music. yeah, you that's a I mean? really so great kinda, like tool. Yeah, I kind of have that power against me, or and it, me. and now do you incorporate the music to all your acts? Uh yeah. So Most, what exactly I, is it that you do? Like you have a it's keyboard. 
Well, it's a it's a loop station. You know Reggie? Are you familiar with, uh, with uh, Reggie Watts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so no. it's, it's, it was it started off as a loop station. I would beatbox and I would loop my beatbox and I would rap. So you can you can beatbox. Uh, very my again minor. Okay, you know what I mean. No, you can't like, do scratches and. No, sometimes you All know right. what I mean. I'm, I'm only good with the kick drum, the snares, and the hi hats. Right, call it a day for me. Well, at least you can do that. <laughs> like I could never beatbox. Yeah, and no one in my circle could beatbox, so we'd have the wackest. Uh, beat. Oh, I swear, it would be like a dum dum shh, a dum shh, oh, a dum dum. I'm like, you can't go a dum yeah, dum. Yeah, I don't know how. That's many, not a beatbox. Yeah. I don't a know how freestyle um, circles I've been in where yeah, was like, I never had the like, beatbox. Who, who could beatbox? Like, I think I could. And you were always or, amazed with yeah. the one guy who could beatbox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like, all right, and you're like, damn, like how do you? It's like the it's. I've and, always been amazed. And the by guy getting... that uses balls too, pop, pop, pee, pop, 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 like that's not beatboxing, man. It's it's insane. Or like I used to listen to Rozelle, the Godfather mm. noise. My God. And he used to do Michael Jackson beatbox. If your mother, oh, yeah. and then start doing the beat. Like how? How the yeah. fuck? That's yeah. crazy, dude. Yeah, so um, I follow a guy named uh, Dub FX. Mm-hmm. He's a beatboxer that um, it's like Reggie Watts, but he's more melody, more music, okay. comedy. So he would beatbox, he would loop the beatbox, and he would sing over it. Okay, and he's just amazing. You know what I mean? So, okay, so you bring this loop station on stage. I bring this loop. Yeah, what the well, my whole rig consists of the loop station. An iPad where I get most of my uh, manufactured sound, okay. and then I got like a little voice to, to manipulate my voice, and of course the battery and a wireless mic. So all that's within within my, and people are amazed because I don't need a plug. Everything's battery operated. So, so. what are you talking about? Are you doing your jokes? Are you singing? Are uh, you doing? It's like a variety show. I do like sound effects. You know what I mean? I I have a couple songs. I have a couple short songs. That's awesome. You know what I mean? And so they're they're all available for my recall. You know, I can play it at any time. So it just makes it fun. And it's, yeah. uh, you know, if, if you've never seen me before, it's like kind of like, oh, what the hell is this guy doing? Well, to be honest, I don't think we've done a show together. I think we did a, uh, a pilot. We did, like, yeah. We, we did, did a pilot where it was kind of weird. We couldn't really do our stand. We yeah, had to like yeah, fake yeah. little no laughs. And yeah. I. Speaking of shit like that, I don't know. Sometimes, like, those are the discouraging moments for me. Yeah. When you do weird shit like that, you're like, what yeah. am I? Yeah. Then you leave there so, like, you feel nasty because, yeah. like, they're <laughs> just comics. You feel like they're being judged. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, I try to go to improv open, like, at least every Tuesday. That's that's how I feel every time, you know? Because sometimes I'll be there for three hours. And but you have the out. discipline to still, like, do that and wait. Well, that's because of the people I surround myself with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I sit around, but like uh, I don't know if you know Amir Khalil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know he's 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 very much in the game. You know he's he's very persistent, very okay. very, very driven. So I need people like that around me. So or to, else, to give you the extra, yeah, push. to give me that extra boost because I've been in that slump where I'm just like, ugh, I just don't want to do it. You know? mm. so it's it's that. easy to not want to do oh, it. Oh, it's yeah, it's easy to just fall off. Yeah, for like a couple months or a couple weeks even. Well, that's why it's important to have platforms. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say, you In know, schedule. Some, one thing could kind of dip. Then you just raise the bar on something else. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you just constantly juggle things around because, in a way, you're like your own media center. Yeah. Like, there's, you know, fucking Chris Ruby, the comic. 
there's Chris Rubio, like the wacky musician or whatever. Yeah. Then there's Chris Rubio podcast, Chris Rubio TikTok, yeah. and and each fucking avenue has their and, and and that and that's what I'm trying to find a hard time to struggle with is like. Uh, you know, I'm trying to repurpose my media so I could just make it easier for myself. But at the same time, it's like, depending on the social media that you're using, you've got to create original content for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, like I planned for Instagram to be my music improv comedian mm-hmm. page and then having my YouTube as a vlog, as right. a weekly vlog. You know, but it's, it's have hard. you been up with the vlog shit? No, man, vlogging hard. <laughs> it's dude. A what bitch. about you? I, 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 no, not really. I gave up on YouTube. Yeah, I'm. I'm not really concerned. Uh, I did everything I have on there is pretty. Um, the quality is really good. Yeah, because over the summer I got with a production team. Yeah, and I was getting paid to make content. Oh, nice. So everything we put up there was like legit. you know super legit because they're all paid productions. Mm-hmm. But. The way to grow a base on YouTube, it's it's those vlogs have to be consistent because you're building from scratch. Yeah. So you have to constantly put be putting material. You know, I mean, that's why like you have to pick an art form. A lot of YouTube guys try to jump over to stand up, and what happens? It's not the same, bro. Yeah. It's and not when you're in front of a camera. It's not the same as yeah. a fucking dot on your laptop. Well, and that's the same thing for Instagram comedians too. I know a lot of. Uh, they, it's hard to hop over because your focus is fucked. You're, yeah. you're too busy there doing these fucking. We did the work, and then at the same time, I see a lot of funny people with not a lot of following, who's crazy great on stage, but the, the their like, numbers no, don't reflect on Instagram, and they're really low. And they're like yeah. 100, 200. Like, oh, you're, so you're like you fucking funny. killed, yeah. You killed it every time, and then you have. Well, stand up because stand up is live. So it's what you shared with the people in that room. It doesn't translate outside that room unless. And so that's where the problem lies. Like, how do you bring that into into? You have to go. You have to record. You have to stay in your lane, but you also have to be able to adapt. Yeah. So, like, let's say I don't know Chris Rubio. If you're just photos of you. I rock the show with your friends. Uh, you put up flyers. I don't know other than like, yeah, yeah this guy does stand up. But if you put a funny sketch, anyone can watch a sketch. Yeah, yeah. I don't even need to be into you. If it's a funny sketch, I will laugh regardless, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you're just trying to find places to pick and pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. By the way, I dropped a new sketch today. It's called uh, "You Cooking for Thanksgiving." You cooking? You cooking for Thanksgiving? Yeah. So what is it? Oh, oh, so what's that about? Like, it's just a one-minute, like you know, uh, over-exaggerated, like you cooking for Thanksgiving. You like know? who's cooking? Oh, yeah, Amir. You know, of course, I did with Amir. He just throw spatulas and skillets at me. Okay. And I'm, I'm catching. He's throwing swords and a bat and a toaster. And you just guys get crazier. Yeah, you know, just a one-minute short clip. So know? that's on your uh, Instagram. That's on my Instagram right now. Yeah. Chris Rubio. So how do they find that? Chris K R I S. Chris Rubio artist. Chris Rubio yeah. artist. K R I S R U B I O N artist. Okay. So yeah. let's go back to like the stage stuff. So yeah. it's a variety act. Um, I would consider a variety act. Yeah, I mean, I, even even on my title, I don't label myself an actor or a comedian. I say multimedia artist. That's because, pretty cool. Because I just like you know what I mean. I'm not just a comedian. I also like I, I like to rap. I like to do music, but at the same time, I like to direct. I like to shoot sketches. I like you, know, you like to do everything. I like to do everything. I'm a photographer too. So how could I embody all that shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, just to one time. What the fuck are you, anyways? Are you uh, Fili- are you Thai? Filipino, dude. 
You're Filipino, full yeah. Filipino? Full, full, full bread Filipino. You can't tell, man. Well, you God were. Damn it, Wayne. You, you, Did you tell? <laughs> no, I could, I could kind of tell, but something about you was saying Thai. The ponytail, maybe. It's a ponytail, dude. Yeah. That's a more of a Thai yeah, hairstyle. Yes, yeah, yes, that's like a I, that's actually, a pad Thai and spring roll hairstyle. <laughs> I'm actually one outfit away from looking like a samurai too. That's what it is. Yeah. Asians hide it well. Yeah. Like if you took your shirt off right now, you'd be like, yeah. He's super. Yeah. He's, you you work out too. You can go to. I try to. That, you know, I work out for 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 my uh, health purposes. For my mental health. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I you know, there's been times where I've been didn't go to the gym for like two weeks, and I'm like, I, I I feel depressed. I need I need to go to that gym. I need to feel like I'm working out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so were you born in the Philippines or born in Manila? Uh, came here when I was like six or seven. Okay, so you're like Vince. Did you know Vince out there? Is no, I didn't know Vince, dude. <laughs> no but Vince. yeah, man, me, me and Vince are pretty much whitewashed, dude. <laughs> yeah, you, you. So were you when you came here? Did you, <laughs> did you have the whole, you know, I had all, uh, the accent and everything? But you had to, yeah. you had to lose it. I, had, I lost it fairly quickly. Yeah. Do you even remember having it? That's so long ago. Uh you know what? I don't. I really don't remember having it, but I do remember me being in the Philippines, and and I do have some vivid memories about that shit. So I have yeah. a friend. He he goes a lot, and he just can't stop posting beaches. Like he's like this beach that, and it's fucking beautiful. There's so many like beaches. Oh yeah, he's always I'm eating fish on the boat on this beach. I'm beautiful. on this beach. Once once you know, once you get in the beaches or inside the middle of the city, it's beautiful. Yeah, you know? but once you Go outside. It's it's a third world country, dude. Yeah. Reality, Do you go back a lot and shit? I got. I went back there five years ago, and I got homesick after two days. And I was scheduled to be there for like two weeks. You mean in the Philippines? Yeah. So you were over it. I was over it after. So two you're days. like fucking. I lo- you're American. You love America. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm a, you know. I mean, I love my people, but you know, I'm an American dude. Yeah. So, so you know what I mean. How long has uh, have you been at this game for, like, stand-up? Did you... Uh... Man, over 10 years, probably 13. So my biggest question I like to ask is, you know, anyone who comes on here is like, so what started stand-up for you? What started stand-up for yeah. me? Oh, man, it's, it's, I think it was the need or the addiction to people laughing at what I said early on. Were you a class clown, so um, to speak? Were you... yeah, throughout my life, I was a class clown. Never voted class clown. Okay. But I was always like the, a jokester in the classroom. There was another jokester we would joke together. You know what I mean? Were you always trying to get the big laugh out of the class? Like, say, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Most wait likely. for wait for that like opening yeah, to yeah, say... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was trained very early in comedic yeah. typing, dude. You know what's weird is those are the first signs of comedy because I remember being in class, never paying attention, but just waiting where I could say something to yeah, get a reaction. Yeah, yeah. And it was, you either got them, it was like a real comedy show. You either got them or it was really bad. Yeah, was like, really you need cool. to go, you need to fucking yeah, go to the principal's so office. True. Yeah. But it was like, yeah, it was all about timing, dude. If you're in a classroom and you wanted to, like, get your fucking. Get your little jab in. Yeah. You always had to wait for him to say something to set you up, you know? You did. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, wow. That's nice. So, um, <laughs> if you guys don't know, when you come on this podcast, we're very, very cordial. Uh-huh. And a lot of times, I've had comedians say, like, they've been on, um, like, they drove two hours out to some, like, celebrity dude. 
and like they'd even get a bottle of water. Oh so when, when we try to like have people come here, we like make sure there's alcohol, there's, you know, fucking wine. And you know, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I, I do the same thing on my live streams. Like, you know, they're, they're taking the time to. Yeah, like, like fucking put out a, even a, a them, bowl of chips. What's the crow? The crow is a sparkling water. Nice. You know, everybody likes sparkling water. Thank you. I give, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to get sponsorship for beer. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I think that uh, you probably could. Like, if you uh, have you tried putting that podcast on any other live streams? Like, um, just right now, just on uh, Facebook, YouTube. Do you get a lot of um, live viewers? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we get a lot of uh, comments going in on all the platforms. Yeah, that's there. cool. So, how long does that go for? An hour and a half. You know, last an hour we were, and a half. Yeah, of we, of making music. Of making music. Wow. And, and it doesn't feel like that. So, explain everybody how this thing works. So, this thing works that we invite a comic on, and it's usually me and Amir. That's the wings of love. And what we do is we read news articles. I uh, if if you go uh, when you go to my live stream in January, I'm gonna be like. Um, Text me a news or tell me, uh, text me two news articles you find funny, interesting, topical, whatever, you know, and we'll read the title, we we'll read the first paragraph, and then from that information, we'll just generate uh, we'll just generate a beat, a melody, and we'll just freestyle or sing over it about that topic. So you are generating the beat. Is it a freestyle beat or is it a? Oh, it's a free. It's a yeah. It's a freestyle beat. So and then Amir is. What is he doing? I pick the drum. I pick the percussion. Okay. The hi hats, the the kick drum, and and he picks the and I pick the bass line too, and he picks the melody. Okay. He does the riffs. And then you guys just rap over topics. Yeah, and then the comedian just uh, raps. Thank you. And the comedian raps or Jeremy Scipio. I don't know if you know him, but he played the piano. Oh shit. We had a piano for him ready. And so he was tossing bars while playing the piano. Damn. Yeah. And you know what's it's cool is like I feel like every comedian has like some weird other talent. Yeah. You know, like oh I don't know, you played guitar. Yeah, this and, and you know this what, dude you, is in the drums. Yeah, you wanna know what's so weird? And you brought up a good point. Every uh uh comedian that plays uh an instrument or that does anything musically failed at that part. <laughs> you and know that's I mean? why it, like, like like every guitar comic. Amir um, likes to say it was a failed musician. <laughs> and then they they just like this is so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, Let's yeah. just do comedy. That's true. Like because they would have made it as a musician. Yeah, but then they found they found life in comedy, man. But they to be honest, life. it's way fucking funner to be like a musical cop comedian. Like that shit. Because you get the best, best of both worlds. Yeah, like dude, every time I it sucks too. Like whenever I do shows, I don't know. Okay, for you bookers out there, do not have people follow guitar guys because they'll go in and do some song and get the crowd in about penises and then like the energy is so high yeah yeah. and then yeah. and it's like the next guy is like george way and it's like dude you really got to bring them back down unless you do your rap thing which you could count yeah that. yeah so you have to like do something you musical. have to do yeah but it, that, that's that's where the problem lies too is like it, depending on how because when you combine comedy and and music it's it's, it's hard to follow but then also, it's, it's a blessing for that. But then the curse for every comedian musician is every time people see me with the rig or every time somebody sees a, another comic with a guitar, they're like, oh, that guy's a closer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the guy has a closer. And so believe like, it or not, like, a lot of comics just hate on that shit. 
Yeah. Like they're like gimmick or something. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's a fucking. It took me a long, long time for me to get used to that. Yeah, because a lot of times they're just like, they're there to be cynical or complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And then here's this guy with all his fucking equipment and like, calm down. Look at what he needs to get laughs. Yeah, like, chill out, Andy Kaufman. Yeah, he comes with his bongos. Yeah, yeah. You know, like. I felt like that for the longest time until, you know, I started meeting like, uh, like people that did what, what I did. You know what I mean? Or, or just you know, positive people in general. Like, hey, you know, you're always going to have haters. And so... Do you, you feel know, like you have some haters? Like, I feel like I have some haters, but, you know, I, I kind of... I meditate, so I kind of block that shit out. Or <laughs> I, I block the haters. Yeah, so, you know... Do you I, smoke I, weed? That's another no, way. No, I take... I, that could go to uh, mushrooms. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, so... Like every day? Uh, I haven't done it for probably five days because I ran out. But, yeah, every day. Like, okay, wait, you just shroom? Yeah, 0. 0.1, 0. 0.1 gram. So it's it's not enough for you to feel anything. But it's enough for you to, like, it's not an, give a fuck. It's enough for you to, I feel like, to make a positive. That's cool. Positive thing for you. I, I've never shroomed. And, never and, shroomed? and honestly, every time I hear about it, what I get back is, like, it feels very, point. like, you feel very like you see what's real yeah and then you feel really in touch with nature and you laugh a lot that's yeah. that's what i've got yeah i think everybody should try psychedelic i think yeah. everybody should have a, what they call a god trip you know what i mean like get 3.5 grams of mushrooms eat it lock yourself in your room <laughs> call it a day and just but that's that's extreme for first timers i mean microdosing is where it's such extreme microdosing yeah, yeah, I know. but that's, that's what you do really microdose so yeah. you're like a professional shroom guy yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all for it. I know my strands. I know the strands. <laughs> I like. It's like it's like weed. Oh know? wow! It's like, yeah, it's like all natural. How's your stomach feel? I, does it fuck with your stomach? No, it no, not at all. No. Um, sometimes if you take 0.3 to 0.4 grams, which I was taking for a while, like af- a- after an hour, you'll start to feel, uh, not bad or anything. It just be like, oh, this is this is not a normal feeling. It's too much, maybe right? Uh, a or... little bit too much. That's why you stick with 0.1, 0.2. So it's been five days. Like, will you ran out, or you just are yeah, taking I, a break? Yeah. No, no, no. I I ran out. Just uh, you know, I haven't had a uh, time to actually get it for my connect. So. That's cool. So how long have you been shrooming for? Gosh, for like probably eight months. That's so. How? What brought that on? Just uh, like a from uh, all the research I've seen on not only Joe Rogan, but uh, Paul Stamets as well, who was on. Paul Rogan, who's like the shroom guy. Okay. You know, and yeah, I mean, I I did a lot of research before I was like, this is stupid, right? Yeah, but then you wanted to see, and so it's changed you a lot. It changed me a lot, yeah. Does it did it mellow you out? Are you more happy now? With I'm more, I'm more um, content of what I what you you are, who you are. Yeah, exactly. You know, and also not trying to focus too much in the future or try to rethink the past or whatnot. Like trying to be more in the moment. More in the present. Okay. You know? And meditation helps with that. Too. Were you not in the present before? Were you always no, like I was always in your head? I, it was always in my head. Oh. I was always in my head. But most comedians, like, we're in our heads. It's, yeah. like, hard not to be in your head. Because yeah. you're alone. Yeah. You have to fucking, you have this, uh, you know, especially, like, in the growing pains of comedy before you, like, figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many nights did you drive back from, like, some long drive? And like, let's say you got like one or two laughs, like you, you know what I mean. You didn't do That's too like well. Once every week. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't think those ever go away. 
I think that's just the reality of what we what we have to do. go through. So, yeah, like, how could you not be in your head? Huh? Well, uh, I'm just like not really. I'm I'm hard on myself as an artist, but I'm just not like, oh, I'm doing the wrong thing. I should quit. I like. I'm I'm just like you know what this is the way it is. You could have killer sets. You could have bad sets. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just that, a numbers game. It's just, it's just a numbers game, and also you know, I, I feel like the more times you go up, the better it is for you. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? So don't you love it when you you get booked on a show that's like a big show, like the important one? Yeah. Like yeah. maybe yeah, like a better like you're at the comedy store, right? Yeah. And you did like six dive bar shows. You're like three fucking fundraisers in. Yeah, yeah. And by the time you get to that show, you're like a beast because you're. Well, you're you like, know, how long have you been in the game for? I've been ten years. Yeah, so you know, uh, give us, give me and you any Friday, Saturday spot on a prime night in a prime club. We're on autopilot, dude. Yeah, it's like we don't need to try hard. <laughs> we, we we put our A game up, you know. It, it's and what's I, weird I, I is we know our A game and we know our B game and we know our like yeah. who gives a fuck game, right? Yeah. So uh, you know, a lot of newcomers will be like, "Oh, dude, they're they're so nervous." I'm like, "No, man, that's easy peasy shit for me, dude." Yeah. You know what I mean. But it's it's just like, um, yeah, dude. It's just comedy is so weird, though, man. It's like it's. Yeah, you love it, then you hate it. You love it, and then you hate it. But yeah. listen, like, you have to fucking have those bad sets for it to like work. You know, yeah. like you gotta like figure it out. Yeah, that's that's one of my the best advice I give to new comics is like do as many dive bars as you can, be as uncomfortable as you. You can. have to be uncomfortable. And, you know, you gotta put yourself through the through the. The minute you get comfortable is when you start sucking. Yeah. Because yeah. then you get really in your head. Yeah. When you're on, you, when you're too comfortable. Yeah. Cause then you're like, but being uncomfortable is just like, you know, you never know when shit's going to pop up. Yeah. Like I wanted to take the, the weekend. I had a fucking busy week last week. I opened up a new business. We've been, it's been like a lot of work. So I really wanted this week off. I just wanted to like focus on some shit. And then I got the call. Yeah. Where it was almost like, you know, you're like a, a fucking assassin. Like you ready to do this? Yeah. You got to go out and like, like, go kill this guy or whatever. And you just got to be ready to go and do it. Like, are you really an assassin? Is that... No, but it was, it's just By so... By the way, hold uh, uh, off on a tangent. Me and you are wearing, like, DJ shirts. Okay? Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a cat DJ. I got the same... I got a Bruce I got Lee DJ. Shirt That's We're, me. like, the same fucking guy. Like, and, but he has a ponytail. <laughs> but it's just... Uh, yeah, dude. It, it's, it's weird. I think that... Um, people come together for certain reasons mm-hmm. like you will like cross paths with someone and then automatically you'll know like oh you caught a vibe with that person like yeah. oh that guy's probably you know what i'm into you know mm-hmm. and you always catch the hip-hop homies that's how me and vince got on a deeper level yeah because we did comedy was hot yo george uh-huh. i didn't know you freestyled you yeah. know we went to the parking lot and like we spit real bars yeah and he was like, you, you used to see? I was like, yeah. And I was like, I didn't know why. I just knew. Maybe yeah. the way he put his hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, this guy probably had a creative field. And like, his, his, Vince's mannerism just screams hip hop. You know he, what I mean? He's such a hip hop fucking yeah. head. Yeah. And Yo, so, George, what's up? Like, yeah. even like, even when the hat's off and the hair's back, he still yeah. got it. it first, time, first time I met him, I'm like, this guy's a hip hop guy. He's man. a hip hop guy. So There's I, a I, way. Kind of like, uh, like, it was a given that he was. They had to be one of my first guests on my live show. Like I had to, 
I had to get. Yeah, that. you have to, dude. That guy's just, uh, yeah, love he's. I love that guy, man. Yeah. And and congratulations, Vince and Cr. If you ever listen to this, which I hope, but if you don't, because it's too long. Welcome to being a slave, Vince. No, welcome to being happy. Yo, Josh. Yo, Joe, I appreciate it, fam. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know how he is? Like, that guy approaches you like he's in the fucking mafia. Yeah, right. Yo, George. Like, I don't know. Now you're all happy yeah. now that Chihuahua's not tripping. Dude, but, ah, fuck. So what happens is every two minutes, this thing times out. So okay. it just restarts. Okay. Yeah, so for anybody listening, uh... Just disregard that last bit of information because it doesn't apply to you, fucks. <laughs> I wanted to get this guy on some rhymes, dude. I was excited because I was like, hey, dude, you know, let's just let's freestyle. Let's put on a few. I'm uh, a horrible rhymer. No, but I was like saying the funnier, the the worst, the off, the better. This is comedy. Yeah. I don't want you to it. come in here and like be cannabis and like rip me to shreds. I'm the Filipino cannabis. I'll tell you, there's some Filipino guys who, the, the most, when I used to rap, the most heaviest serving I ever got yeah. was this Filipino dude. Yeah. And, and his, his name was Lance. He was chubby with a fro. <coughs> he didn't talk much. He wore the Laker jersey with the big shorts, always yeah. sandals and the socks. What did he get you with? He just started spitting like bars and it was just on another level of bars. Yeah, like he got political. He got into like the way it's just you know those guys who get spit spit. Yeah, yeah. Like the J Electronicas and shit. Yeah, you're dude. like, dude, man, this guy. When you hear a real MC just spit spit, you're like, damn, it's a it's a fucking beautiful yeah, thing, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. It so is. so I remember like just every Filipino guy in high school, Crooks and Castles. Yeah, you know they're always into like hip hop. It, yeah. like, it was like hip hop and Filipinos were like oh synonymous. Oh my god, well, hip hop and Filipinos is like it, it's my, my god. I mean, there's a reason why we're the best on uh, behind the turntables. <laughs> no, <laughs> you guys fuck it up, dude. They had to retire the Invisible Scratch. Yeah, pickles. I know, I dude. Know. Okay, <laughs> Filipinos were so good at DJing, and dude, I. Hold on, this shit is gonna time out, so let's restart. So we're back, and uh, <laughs> so Miranda brought out like a cheese platter with brie, and we're doing a wine pairing. It's crazy, guys. You guys really need to find yourself uh, anyone in the wine industry because if you can find a girl, man, she will oh my God, yeah. spice up your podcast. Like, this <laughs> dude was like, Holy shit, she came out with like cold ass beers, like. I mean, thank you. I mean, shout out to Miranda for shout out to Miranda. Yeah, for hooking it up, making the podcast fucking beautiful. But as I was saying, dude, okay, so I took this history, Asian American history in college, uh -huh. and they just talked about how racist white people were. And they in the 1900s when the Filipinos first came here, and they had them working in like the cotton fields. The way they would unwind is they would go to dance halls. And they would fucking tear it up so hard. They'd leave with all the white chicks, right? Yeah. That they banned Filipinos from going to the dance halls. What? Where they would have a club that said no Filipinos allowed. Shut or no, up. And they used to call Asians niggers of the East. So they'd yeah. be like, no niggers of the East allowed. Oh, my God. I know like, they, you guys were being hated on <laughs> from the fucking go. Yeah, yeah. And and it was like it was like they were like how crazy is that like as a species of people you're banned from dancing because you got all the bitches 
Yeah. Like that's, that's crazy. That's an insane thing to be like a part of. And then yeah. you wonder like the fucking Jabberwockies and Jabberwockies these dance crews and Invisible Scratch Pickles, yeah, DJ dude. Babu, gosh damn, right? the list goes on. Um, they Apple retired. Oh, fucking DGICICE was that? Yeah, yeah, dude. Dude. yeah DGICICE. I was like, why is this guy walking around like that? He's just a fucking... I was like, you're my like, fucking eighth grade. Yeah, dude. dude it's DGICICE. It's DGICICE, dude. And we're just there eating fucking cheese with him. I, I remember that show that we did with Vince when he was DJing. You know, that was the first time that he saw me. And as like one of the best compliments ever. He got wet. Me after my set, he was like, I've never seen anything like that before because I kind of infuse what he does with my stand-up comedy, you know, because it's like my shit's kind of like a hybrid. It's like I've never seen it. I'm like, yeah, dude, thanks, man. And that came out. And that was you're like, you're Icy Ice. Like, I, I fucking know. grew up on your mixtapes and like, dude, DJ Icy Ice and Babu, yeah. and, you know, I have all those mixtapes and those uh-huh. CDs. And, okay, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with like hip-hop culture, but there used to be a crew called the Invisible Scratch Pickles. Dude, and it was A Track, DJ A Track, DJ Qbert, Mixmaster Mix Mike, Mike and Shortcut. Mm-hmm. And so Mixmaster Mike went off to being the Beastie Boys DJ. Mm-hmm. Fucking A Track is. A-Track. I mean, <laughs> she knows, she loves A Track. He signed my leg. Yeah, she signed his leg. No, he signed my leg. He, yeah. He, <laughs> I don't even know. He's on another level now. Like, I know him as the DJ, but I know he's. Way bigger than that, right? He's now. way bigger because because he started producing. Yeah, so and he started spinning his own shit. And Hubert, nothing... Hubert was the fucking Hubert is the le- le- the, the best turntablist a lot. Li- li- oh, you can't even you touch can't the fuck with them. You can't fuck with him. So with they them. had they used to have competitions, which was like the fucking World Series DMC. of turntabling. And these guys won that it became so unfair. They banned, not banned them, but they forced them to retire yeah, yeah. from the DMC because yeah. they're like, it's just not it, fair. It's not fair, dude. And yeah. I, I, dude, I used to buy uh, Invisible Scratch, but they wouldn't have tapes. Yeah. No music, just beats and scratchy. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck anything was. Yeah. But I would listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Like Transformer Scratch. Yeah. the bell. It's like hours and hours of just scratching. Yeah. I don't even know. So were you, uh, if, if I was going to ask, were you more into like the mainstream hip hop in the nineties or? No, I was an underground guy. I was so, like that snobby underground hip hop kid. So you were more into the first, like the, the first, the first two albums of the Black Eyed Peas. I was into the first one and then behind the front was my shit and Black Eyed Peas shot out to Taboo. They're yeah. from Rosemead. Yeah, taboos from Rosemead. Yeah. I used to see him at the clubs before he blew up. Yeah. They used to do local shows, and it was yeah. like, just to see them on that level is yeah. like seeing Chris Rubio, fucking, you know, like yeah, yeah, face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you became um, Coldplay tomorrow and shit, you know, like. <laughs> but I think the first two albums are like kind of like complimentary of each other. I, but then it comes to the third. I forgot what the third, fourth album was, but. Behind the front and bridging the gap, or dude, bucket. behind the front, dude, that's the that's, joint. That's yeah. the jam. I skated. My first skate part was to Kedisas. Yeah, Kedisas. Yeah, Kedisas. <sighs> dude, I, it was, was so good. I was big time into Jurassic Five too. Oh, dude, Jurassic Five. Five was my Charlie dad. Tuna was your favorite guy, right? I mean, of course, man. <laughs> yeah, that I even voice. bought his album. Yeah, there's Charlie, there's and no... he used to rap with Ozo Motley. Yeah, remember? Yeah. yeah. There's nobody. And then, of course, they got to like. Met the Fools, the, 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 yeah. that deep ass voice, dude. I was into Rage Against the Machine, too. Rage know? Against the Machine and Wu Tang. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Everybody. We like, guys, I mean, 
you know why we're stuck in these time capsules? Because it like, was the best. We had so. I mean, <laughs> it was so good. But it's the you know it's this generation's like little heartbreak and Post Malone and fucking little little Uzi are like that's their favorite. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. And that's not really rap to me. And it's, it's like some of it more in a hard beat tip. I don't even, like, it's like, I don't want to sound like that old guy, but here's why I can tell you the music here won't be the same, is when music was formed around our time, there wasn't the oversharing, and there wasn't ways to see other people do music, Yeah. so there wasn't so much saturation, I mean, you had to wait for a CD to come out, Yeah. And you never saw pictures of them except the fucking picture in the album on the when you open yeah, the cover and yeah. the boot. That's the, the only CDs, yeah. that's the only picture you knew of how they look. Yeah. So everything was a lit. You had to listen. Yeah. And you couldn't stock people's shit. It's different now. It's like immediate now. Now it's immediate, but people are like creating more original shit off of their like. Yeah, which is great because before it was all samples. Yeah. Everything was a sample. Yeah. Everything's a sample. And actually, nowadays, it, it, it somebody told me, like, it doesn't make no sense to make an album now. Just make a single, make a music video, shoot it out. That's all you, yeah, that's that, what everyone you know, does now. And, and that's, that's, the, that's the format nowadays, you know, make, just make sure you get a good beat, some good vocals, verses. And everyone video. just does their own thing. Yeah, <clears throat> which is great. But then exactly what you said. But over, then over it's saturation. like... I don't mean to be rude, but it's like, yeah, you know, this guy down the street on YouTube. But I can't put that in the same bracket as Tribe Called Quest. You can't. That can't be on the same tip as Souls of Mischief. Are you? No, nah, no. Nah. Like, you fucking work at Rouse. Like, yeah, get out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, Like, it's like when we grew up on that shit, it was just like, that was that, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, I can't be that old, you know, cynical fucking old guy that doesn't respect how the game is now. But I just feel like the the music that was put out had a little more passion behind it. There was, I and and that's uh that was that's my main grab with with today's music is like, yeah sure there's there's a dope beat and everything, but there's actually no substance in the lyrics. There's not a lot of substance, you know. It's fun and yeah. it's like uh you know it's like that. Have you been watching Wu Tang Saga on, on? No, is it good? Well, yeah, like one <laughs> of the. You said no. It, it's really it's good. So he said good. No. no, you no, said you no, said you no. haven't seen it. No, you gotta I, see I, it. I, I, I haven't seen it. I bought it. Hulu just for that reason, oh. and it did not disappoint. No? It was really good. Okay, good. Because then you get to really see how it was, and like, I already knew this, but Rizzo used to be like a poppy rap act that yeah. was like stereotypical, but he was a street dude, and he had all these goons that were like, you know, pushing weight and fucking, you know, doing drive-bys, and he's up there rapping about girls in a fucking, you know, polyester suit and a top hat. Yeah. And he was just trying to figure out, like, I I have to do me. And, you know, he lost all his labels because of it. Yeah. But that's how Wu-Tang was formed. It was, like, from the truth of the fact of how they lived. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What they talked about was so real, which I feel like now, like, let's be honest, you, no one's life is bad anymore. We that's see true. it through Instagram. It's not that bad. We have you. You have the internet. You have so much shit. Like yeah. you can make money driving Uber. Like you have a job. You could just. Get. But at the same time, it's like yes, but then there's more depressed people now than ever before in ever recorded history. Because there's too much social, comparisons. There, yeah. There's there's too there's too much people investing in social media. There's there's too too many of that shit. There's there's too much coddling. There's you know parents are are. Not making their children grow, you know what I mean. And that's why, like, 
I like teaching skateboarding because yeah. a lot of these parents are smart. Yeah. They don't have phones. Yeah. All my students don't have phones. When I was teaching out of school, they all had phones. Yeah. It was so bad. Bro, you would go into class and for the first 20 minutes, get off your phone. Everyone's on their phones, but they're like seven or eight years old. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> we were seven. You didn't have the closest you had an electronic was a Game Boy. Yeah. And that thing you couldn't even have near your desk. The Tiger Electronic, it would be like the one game that you'd buy, and it was like that LED. And like to have these guys with phones where they can watch porn, they can fucking, you know, buy guns. It's like that powerful little tool. Yeah, everything is in your pocket. And so, like, I mean, I know know I'm addicted to my phone. I mean, I can. I'm addicted to my phone. Yeah, Yeah, we're all. I try, I try not, like, if I'm going to have dinner with the wife. I try to put my phone in the glove compartment. That's I, sweet. I try not because, it, you know. I try to take the photo first and then I put it in the glove compartment. It's the last thing he looks at and it's the first thing he looks at. Yeah, it's very, very compulsive and, and I've got to stop doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've got to set a schedule for myself where I'm just like, Ooh, what's that? That's A-Track's signature, and that's why I didn't get oh. it tattooed, because he obnoxiously did it bigger over my Skrillex Oh, tattoo. he did. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Oh, but, but I hung out with them for you know a couple several hours. That Wait, you got that? You got that tattooed on you? I have Skrillex tattooed, but the A track one it was so obnoxious. I was like, no, I oh, can't. Prime. <laughs> but that's on my IG. If anybody wants to see it, she has a Skrillex tattoo. If anyone wrote on you, who would you get? If someone autographed your arm, who would you let tattoo it? Oh my like, god! Like, who would you tattoo? Who would it have to be to get it tattooed? Uh, if, if, if I had to pick any celebrity, it doesn't have to be living. It does. It doesn't have to be. I living. would get a Bruce Lee, dude. <laughs> oh oh man, there's just too many. It's either Michael Jordan. Oh. Or, you know, I mean, he was a big influence on me. Gosh damn. I mean, uh, MCA for DC Boys, probably. Um, God, <laughs> this goes on and on, man. Um. Shoot, I don't even know. That's a good question. How about like a comedian? Like, would you get a Carlin if Carlin signed your arm? No, I would be more into like either uh, a Jim Carrey or nice. She loves Jim Carrey. One of my favorites, Jim Jim Carrey or um, or uh, Robin Williams or Eddie Murphy. That love Robin Williams. Yeah, you know, I'd be those guys. Those guys. Yeah. I don't know if I let anyone tattoo their Louis C.K. I wouldn't even let. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't, I would. Um, that's pretty cool. She. We watch a lot of comedy. I love Louis. And we love Louis. Yeah. I don't Do you guys watch a lot of comedy? Yeah. I can't watch a lot of comedy for breakfast. That's all I like to watch. I think that life is too suspenseful way, and too dramatic. Very good. Yeah. I just made him watch um, Fun with Thick and Jane the other day. Yeah. So first like, time. like you know when we met, I'll be honest. What attracted me the most? I mean, other than like, how'd you guys yeah. meet? <laughs> I say online dating, you know, just swiping. And you know, she always says online dating. Everyone goes, us too. And we're like, no, no bitch. I'm just playing. Were you into Asians? Um, I have a fetish. Yeah. My wife does too. <laughs> I okay. love Okay, Asians. so is your wife. But no. she's black. 
Okay. Oh and, shit. And, hey. yeah, and, and, and so you know, she she was like, she only dated Asian. Well, not only. I mean, yeah. That what is it? They call it AMBF, dude. It's so popular. Like. Yeah, I didn't know it was a thing. I was like, yeah. You I'm, know, I'm I mean, I about that last Christmas movie. I'm like, fuck that shit. You're hacking Asians. Like, you can't show like. The yeah, she was like, she was saying the last Christmas was the Asians. Now I was like, no, save it. Get away from my Asians. Yeah. I'm very um. Well, you so know, they're putting even, up, though, even though I don't like diversifying Hollywood, like, you know, I, I like that diversifying Hollywood. I mean, it kind of sucks for a lot of my white friends, you know. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm kind of torn because if I believe that, then crazy rich Asians would have been a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle. You know what I mean? So, I think what's happening now, like Farewell came out, and that was an all Asian cast. Yeah. So it's a really good movie, right? Yeah. And it's with Aquafina. But here's the thing. I, I'm an avid foreign film watcher. I watch Chinese movies with my dad. Yeah. And I, I tell this story because me and my dad would go watch movies all the time. And it didn't matter what movie we would watch. He would just knock out through them. Yeah. And I got mad at him because he fell asleep through Avengers Endgame. Oh. Like he went to sleep in the previews and woke up in the credits. Oh. And woke up like, this movie sucks. Oh. And I was like, you didn't even watch it. There's two guys fighting this uh, me. I don't like this type of movie. I'm too old. I don't believe the guy punched it in the know, He hated it, right? So, and the, and the, so after we, we would go watch movies, he made it a fucking, he would tell me, time for me, he would, time to sleep. Like he'd go to bed yeah. and like purposely knock out because he just wasn't interested. Yeah. So finally, one day, like I got, so after the day, I got mad at him. He's like, you know what? You like next week, I pick a movie. I'm like, all right. So we go to the Atlantic AMC <laughs> and they play foreign films. Yeah. So we walk into this movie and it's a Chinese film. Oh, you're going to love this one. Oh, the, the movie, best review. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, China, everybody. It was, I, he did it on purpose. It was a love drama in Chinese, no subtitles. And I don't speak Chinese. Yeah. So the whole time I'm there, it's agonizing, bro. Because I can't follow the story. Yeah. It's a lot of like... How would it not know subtitles? It, this, this theater plays strict Chinese movies, like the AMC. Oh. So it, because the AMC here is all Chinese people. Yeah. So sometimes they'll just get Chinese movies that are for Chinese people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he took me to this like love drama and I was mad. Because halfway I'm sitting through it, I'm like, I'm like annoyed. Because he, he's not saying anything to me. He's I'm, not saying, oh, sorry. Because yeah. he knows I don't speak yeah, fucking yeah. Chinese. I, mean, he's like, yes. I can't read it. <laughs> so I, I end up forcing myself to just like sleep. I like knock out. I knock out. <laughs> and then so after he goes, you know, it, the, the movie's done. I was like, finally, fuck. So we're leaving. He goes, how oh, you like it? I was like, I fucking hated it. I was like, and I, I complained. I was like, why would you take me to see a movie with no subtitles? He's like, how do you feel? I watch Avenger Endgame. I don't know what the shit this guy said. You watch my movie, you see everything. Like, you know subtitle Chinese. So we left there, and he was just like, I was like, oh, is I get it. this your uncle again? No, this is my dad. Oh, his dad. So now it's like, oh, I get it. Like, he was just trying to show me, like, I, I, he doesn't understand that shit. Yeah, They're yeah. talking too much about weird shit. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know what the fuck exactly. is Vinny Allen. I, I mean, yeah, you got to The guy's an compass- immigrant who came here from 18. You got to feel compassion in his part of my dad. He, so. Dude, that guy, like, is a man's man. Like, yeah. he builds shit with his hands, yeah. you know? Like, he, he doesn't give a fuck about a guy flying in space. Yeah. You show him a war movie <laughs> with, like, General Pat. 
that and he'll love that shit. Yeah. He'll stand up and fucking give it a standing ovation, but like he's not into like fake shit. Yeah. Immigrants, they don't like that shit. They like yeah. shit like war shit. Yeah. Or like Well, my wife's the same age as me. She she does like all that superhero stuff. She's like, it's not real. I'm like, but you gotta form the disbelief. And she's like, oh, I don't care. I'm like, okay, never mind. I'm yeah, because I taught myself how to read with comics. Yeah, like, but you, you know, it's like you gotta be well, into that shit. Part. You gotta be into that kind of shit. Yeah. Because I love it. I love fucking. Yeah. That's my Oh, deal. wow. Look at I that. I love Guardians. Yeah. That's yeah, he, he hates. But I'll tell you, the one movie my dad did not fall asleep through, he was up on his fucking toes. NWA loved it. Oh, really? <gasps> oh, shit. He got a Groot. No, isn't that the cutest <laughs> thing? Oh my god! Shut up! That's so sick. It's a Groot. She just busted out a Groot with snap a band. Remember that snap bracelet arms. Snap bracelet arms. That's the newest one at Universal. So he hugs you. Shut up! That's so cool. I know. I noticed an interesting observation. So if you have biceps, it doesn't work. So our our little dog, he he trips out on every guest, and then like always halfway to the podcast, he's like a part of it. He's like, yo, let me let me get in and. And like, say, now he's hugging him. What happened to growling and yelling earlier? Oh, because he knows you're a good dog person. Oh, he knows you're the homie. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, long story short, dude, I was like, uh, I was thinking maybe if you wanted to like, like, fuck around and do some of that like topical shit here. What? Like freestyle about something random. Anything, let's go. Okay, really? All right. Yeah, as long as there's a topic. All right, let's see. Is there? It's not gonna be good though, Miranda. No. Okay, don't judge. No, okay, <laughs> guys. If you're if you're listening and you think this is gonna be supernatural versus juice, you need to turn the podcast off because <laughs> you're not gonna get fucking Jin the MC and oh, dumbfounded. But, but, by the way, okay, that's another thing before we start though. Um, so I'm big into like real freestyles, battle raps and shit. Well, not really battle raps, you know, it, it, like more like real uh, like. Right now, at the moment, give me a word. Let's freestyle about that topic you just were. Yeah, like not pre-written. Most, yeah, pre-written because yeah. most freestyles, ninety percent of them that you see online, it's bullshit. It's pre-written. It's pre-written. It's dude. pre-written. Disguised as freestyles, you know, like uh, when when uh, and when Jin was <laughs> it's kind of like stand-up universe. comedy. Yeah, when Jin was in uh, Sway's universe, that was a real freestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Sway was giving him. Yeah, Jin could really free like Jin MC could really freestyle and punchline. Like he could come up with it. He was like a uh, comic in a way. Like he come up with a shit. I I won a battle he hosted once, and it felt really good because I was like, he told me like, oh, you got that shit, bro. Yeah. Because I was really into the scene, so I remember battling dumbfounded. We went out. You battled dumbfounded. Yeah, what? you can't even ask him. He was a up and comer. We did a we battled twice at the Asian Hip Hop Summit. Both times I lost, but I had a but chip still. on my. Well, at least I got pretty far. Yeah. But I think where he bought, beat me and where I saw him beat fucking Tantrum was he's laid back and clever. He's and I was a little more aggro at the time, and I had too much of a chip on my shoulder. That I felt like when I battled him, I was Did being you look too too aggressive. I was really like I was at my best when I was chill and I could like joke. Yeah. But there were times where I would just think that I was like a fucking real battle MC and like go crazy. And that yeah. would be my downfall because I felt like I wasn't 
in the right mind space to think of something clever. Yeah. It was more like, let me attack and destroy you. And there's too many words. Yeah. Sometimes you got to slow your cadence down and think about what you're going to say. Yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, I think that's where the problem lies sometimes. It's like, I don't know if you try to look for that rhyme, you know, but I don't sometimes. But that's the beauty of freestyling. Like, it should be funny. It should be, you know, I remember. Unrehearsed. And unrehearsed, yeah. Know? I remember growing up, it was like, you know, every party, the MCs hung out in the kitchen. Because yeah. at some point of the night, like some dude like you would start beatboxing. Yeah, We'd yeah, be yeah. there fucking, you know, we're near all the food. Yeah. And we start, yeah, we were just there to fucking <laughs> hack the food. Near the food. Yeah, hack the, the food and hack the alcohol. beers. Yeah, and yeah. then we would just start rapping and then you'd get the cypher going. <laughs> and like, that was like the highlight of the night. Yeah, For me, true. that was like my thing. No, yeah, that was my thing too. <laughs> so I felt like, like making the transition to comedy was like, I've always been on the mic, bro. Yeah, I know. It was just a natural transition. For yeah, me. it was a natural because you, you wanted the mic. Yeah. It was just a different form of like mm -hmm. communicating. Yeah. All right, so, so let's let's see what we got here. I I like atmosphere beats because they're really. I, I like ant. I like. I've never seen them live. They're really good live. Yeah. They were the best at rock the bells. Oh, this is a good song too. Far side. Anything in that, yeah. All right, yeah. here we go. This is uh, Sunshine by Atmosphere. You, you want to toss it first? What's the? You're my, what's you're the my guest. You're my guest. What's the topic? Why don't we rap about uh, your day? My day. Talk about your day. Okay, hold on, Talk about your day. Let's uh, hear about your day. How did your day go? How did it start? How did you go from when you woke up to here? Okay. <clears throat> I woke up at 2.30 in the morning trying to go to my car so I could clock in at freaking Starbucks. Work till 10, then after that, <laughs> nice. go back and freaking get the pen and freaking start writing my jokes and start freaking debating if I should do the freaking George Wang freaking podcast. Of course, I wasn't, it wasn't really a debate. I was like, fuck, I'm gonna do this shit. Yeah, because George Wang is a shit on this freaking podcast slash freaking live stream, whatever this is, because you know, George Wang is the business. I'm just, uh. oh, damn, we freaking just saying. At 12 o'clock, I went to the gym trying to get some bicep curls in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we know, go. kind of thin. Me and too. And then I freaking went home. Then my wife freaking cooked. No, actually, <laughs> no, she didn't cook. What did she I cook? went to a place called Ozaka. Got myself Ozaka. a freaking Japanese curry with Ooh. the rice. Oh, damn. It was very nice. And then I freaking took a one-hour nap. Just to be interrupted by George Wang's text. Are you coming? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm coming, boy. You better fucking get your motherfucking toy. <laughs> and motherfucking get ready because you know, be freaking rock steady. Yeah, what about you, Wang? Yeah, what about me? Do this thing. What about me? Okay, what about me? Check it out, dude. Yo, I'm hanging out with Chris Rubio. Uh -huh. We freestyling, man. We up in the studio. He looking like he about to get some booty, though. Oh, I'm right here yeah. like Richard Fruity Tootie, bro. <laughs> Listen, how did my day start? Well, let me... About to embark. I woke up and the dog was buzzing in my ear. So yeah. I put him away so it could be clear. I got up, hopped, 
and took a golden shower. Then I left in about in a half an hour. I got into my car, met my girl up on the hill. She was like, let's go. Because the Uber dropped her off. She had to hang out with her ex all weekend. She was mad sending me texts like, this guy's a dick. I hate this dude. I was like, it's okay, babe. Don't let him affect your mood. So we met, we met up in the car. Then we rolled to the gym. I started lifting on the bars. Oh yeah. She was on the elliptical. She looked kind of cute. It was critical. Then she was doing abs, trying to get it tight. I said, we got to go. I got to be at work. She got to go to the fucking place because she had to put five. <laughs> to, <laughs> we were going to sell these mini sports cars. She had to go assemble them at this dude's fucking warehouse. And she looked good, man. She wore a fucking little blouse. We went to the mall. She dropped me off. I stood there. I was just sitting like a duck. Not giving a fuck. Yeah. Seeing people walk by like, yo, what the fuck? No sales. I sat there. And then she came back to pick me up. She's like, yo, we got to go, you fuck. All right, here we are. About to spit a rhyme. We stopped by grocery discount to get some wine. Yeah. I got the house beer. I'm seeing crystal clear. I feel like we're on, on an episode of Cheers. Oh. Call me the Fonzie. About to hit you like I'm a, um, I'm fucking Ron G. Uh, Ron G. I, got, <laughs> I don't know what I said, but I got Chris Rubio. We all of the head inside of the studio we getting it live he came over here man and we caught a vibe yo yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was good that was good yeah that was fun that was fun <laughs> see my freestyle is very elementary <laughs> no dude that was just fun that was I like that was really fun. it's like a it's like a mental exercise yeah yeah. To like to like we should do it again at some point. That no, no, point. let's keep going. No, what? <laughs> we got so we got some more time. Uh let's see here. <laughs> oh, do something funky and fast. Alright, let's do something. Let's see this one. This is another instrumental. Hey Google, take me to the nearest shoe store. Alright. Funky go. and fast. Funky and fast. Alright. This is a jazz instrumental. Oh, you know what? You wanna do something funky and fast? Let's do, um, mm -hmm. I got a good one. You want to, you want to do Nas's like instrumental? Dude? This shit, this is oh, OG here. Oh, oh shit. Uh oh. Spit those bars, Chris Rubio. What's the topic? What's Why the topic? Me, me, summer 69 me. Oh shit, get it. <laughs> Miranda, uh -huh. want to come in and spit some bars? I hey, know, let's go, Miranda. Let's go, Miranda. Some bars, girl. Miranda, go, go spit ahead. some bars. No, you gotta put that right word on my mind, though, okay? Like, that shit. Like, gotta work hard. Miranda's coming uh, in. Yo, yo. We got the hors d'oeuvres, we got the cheese, cause you know, this is the bees, damn. We got the crackers, the grapes, because you know, uh, we're here to regularly. We got the George Wang on his iPad, because you know, uh, cause you know, He's a man, cause you know we got the Chris Rubio, the five foot seven Filipino with the show. Oh, Damn, yeah. George Wang, because you know uh, it's all about his wang. <laughs> Don't <laughs> even know, right, Miranda? 
goddamn. Moments before it was a sweet slander. Don't even know we got the broccoli and the vegetables and the hummus and the grapes and whatever oh. it is on the plate. Don't regulate, set a date because I told you that I meditate. Oh man, let's get going. Go, with let's the get going. Let's Yo, get he going. wants to meditate. Let me grab the mic and levitate. About to Ooh. grab the mic, flex and go grab a skate. I'm oh. chilling out here with Miranda. White and Asian together, it's a panda. Listen, yo, I never drank Fanta. I'm just sitting here waiting on my Santa. Claus, hit you with no flaws. I'm like the boss at the end of the game. You're hanging with Wang. Let me come and hit with the slang. I'm freestyling right here, man. I'm doing my thing. Oh, take it back like chiroprac. Let me hit you with the full verbal attack. Assault you with the dark chocolate. I got this shit on lock, kid. I got the crackers. You're looking like a cracker. About to hit you like a motherfucking slacker. Oh, I got the carrots and the hummus. You're like, bro, you want to try this? I like the hummus. Let me put it in the dip. This is MC Mohammed, but to spit my shit a lot to praise to Allah. Hit the rhyme wild. I don't know why I became an Arabian guy for a second. I lost my mind. I think it must be this motherfucking aged wine. Yeah. Let me pass it back to Ruby. He can get down. Yo, hit me with a Jew, G. Yo, uh, let me get in the funky track. Like the chocolate. I like my woman black. Oh, damn, cuz you don't even know. I've been with my same girl for about 10 years. And you know, it's been going clear. And... And just fucking just not dead and then wake up the next morning, do the same thing, do yeah. the same routine, do the same old thing. I'm just saying, cause you know I gotta get my mind right and you know this freestyle. Kinda got the candle blade right in front of me, it's kinda crazy with George Wang and freaking Miranda. Yeah, freaking <laughs> Miranda. Because you know it's a fucking face lander with the freaking yeah. bottle of wine with the rod. Because you know I'm about to fucking slide into the DMs and I'll be like, hey, George Wang, wasn't that a cool podcast? And you'd be like, oh shit, then fucking no, you could talk more like a Filipino Charlie Tuna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Should we change the beat up? Okay. You want to keep it going, dude? Keep it going, oh, Let's dude. keep it going, bro. Let's, let's, let's slow it down now. Let's slow it down. So if you guys are just tuning in, uh, me and Ruby are on a good Rubio, Chris Rubio. Uh, we're on a good one. We're kicking a little freestyle sesh. How many freestyle sesh do you have? Uh, I haven't really had a real one like this with anyone yet. What? So no one can hang, bro. I'm not. not I that, can't even hang. No, no, you. not that they can <laughs> hang. It's like they don't want to do it. Oh, they don't want to be uncomfortable. They get a little uncomfortable. Mm. Actually, Jocelyn Sky came on here and like blew the roof off. Really? She was like pounding her fist. But she she has bars. Have you seen Jocelyn Sky rap? Yeah, I have. It, it like she's takes talented. over the room. Yeah. Like no one wants to rap anymore. Yeah. It's like she's the knockout. Was it, punch. Was it freestyling or was it like free written stuff? I think it was pre written, yeah. but it's like really long. Yeah. Yeah. So she was just like, like I can't even do it. It was like <laughs> at that point you're like, just let her take the spotlight. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, yeah. But right now I think this is fun because we're catching a vibe. You know? Yeah, so it's man. Like, it's, it's, it's all about like. Oh, this is a beat I really like. It's uh, it's called Vibrations. This right, one's cool. It's a topic. Yeah, let's do topics. This will be Sex. funnier. Okay, why don't you give us a topic? Yeah, Brandon will seconds. spit out topics, and I don't then know, we'll... Asian. Dick game gets a poor rap and I don't like it. All right, Asian and I dick have game. Girls come to my defense. Asian dick game gets a poor rap is the topic. 
Oh, you know, I think it's sad. Stuff. It'd be making me mad. But... Yo, Miranda, why don't you spin on this why topic? Spin on it. I don't know. Spin on the topic. Just try. Let's just see. Try. Let's go. Don't even Let's... think about rhyming. Just yeah, just, just, just. Asian dick game be getting a bad rap. Yeah. It makes me mad. Yeah. I can't do it. It makes yeah. Asian girls sad. They yeah. talk to them and I tell them, it's so fucking good. It makes them glad. They say, go tell them that shit. Go spit that shit. Go tell them it's legit. Go tell them that samurai sword is the shit. Oh. <laughs> With no success. Oh, you just killed that beat. There's no room. There's no that's it. We're ending it on that. Shout out to Miranda, man. Kill that shit, came in. I dropped the mic. It, yeah, Asians it's done. Have, we can't hey, we can't follow that. We can, no one can follow that. Except if you're Asian guy. Hey, at, thank you for um it's, it's a compliment you know what? Thank you for, for making me uh really fucking uh like I, I'm, I don't even know what to say at this point. But it was like really sweet because I heard a lot of like you know she was freestyling about her love life. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that was that made me feel like really flattered. You know, yeah, like yeah. she gives me O's, I'm crying, <laughs> which is awesome because no one wants to be a bad lover, dude. You Nobody, know, like yeah, you gotta do your part as a man, man. You gotta do your part you as know, a man. Dude. And touching on that subject, it is kind of true about like the Asian dudes getting the bad rep. And I'll tell you why is that um, if you've ever noticed Asian men on porn in porn with like <laughs> a white girl, do you know how there's like a like percentage? Yeah, it's always like hella down. Yeah, it'll be like Lexington Steel ninety nine. I mean, like let's be real, we guys, you all know this. There's that little percentage thing, and I used to go on there bummed because Asian dudes. It feels like an Asian dude with a white girl, Asian, they would always just boo it. Yeah. Because they just weren't they about. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what's wrong? Like, yeah. like Well, and, and, and that's where, like, uh, I think a lot of people just predispose with the myth. You know what I mean? But it's like. It's like, like, we have a, such a bad rep as Asian men. Which is men. bullshit because you're so fucking serious in bed. Yeah, like we're, yeah, we not take, like you, like in general, Asian guys. I'm pretty like, serious. It's either, yeah. They're fucking tantric, they've studied up on it. Yeah. Or like I can't get George to focus unless we're in bed. <laughs> like, I'm super focused. Like, I'm like, a, like she's like, like, you have a fuck face, and like I'm scared to know what it looks like. You have a fuck face. I don't know. It's so serious. It's like 
<laughs> he said something one time and Ben it was so fucking crazy it took me back and I was like yes yeah you know you have you ever had those rides rides of, uh, no 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 he gets there but it was something else it was just like holy fuck okay, do you ever get crazy in bed and like say some shit like off the wall like whoa I'm fucked up or you know, like, uh, like, before, like you it, like this Filipino dick, bitch. No, she, no. Whose Filipino dick is this? <laughs> no, actually, me and my wife, we don't. We uh, we dirty talk early in the relationship. Also, oh, it's then, just cosplay now. It's 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 like you know, it's like normal married sex now. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, how long has it been for the marriage? What do you mean? Oh, it's like, been ten years. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, so you got together before, prior to ten years. Okay, yeah. how did you meet the this this? Met her at the dance club. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's what we were talking was, about dance segregation. I yeah. Was, yeah, thank God they didn't what? ban you from that no, club. Do you not remember we were just oh, talking yeah, about yeah. the Filipino dance Yeah, club. and you like, met her at a dance. You know club. what? I had so much. Uh, you know, it's like I had so much game while uh, you were I, bending I was, your knees. You were gyrating you know, the like, head. I didn't believe no women were, were out of my league. Like, well, people like, oh, don't hit you too. I don't like. I don't give a fuck. I'll get on on anything. Is she taller than you? No, she's a little shorter. You know, and plus I've always been into black women. Okay, because of TLC. Huh, you know, I told go. you I was raised. Who was your okay, favorite? Okay, who was your favorite TLC? Left Eye. Everybody says Left Eye. No, it was um, nice. Chili. Chili was my girl. No, you like T Boss. You like T Boss was my girl. What no, the no, fuck? You're yeah. like the first dude. T Boss. I love was, fucking Chili. I was a Left Eye guy for I was, sure. T Boss was the one chili. that got me into black. Women. Did I you? I love any girl with black with short black. Like chili Neil was Long, fucking gorgeous. Okay, so you like Love Jones? Oh yeah, dude. Nia Long was like the Molly Ringwald for black women. Yeah, dude. yeah, she was. She was like the go-to yeah. fucking. What happened? Every movie it was Nia Long. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I have my little phase with her. But yeah, man, it was T Boz different. T Boz, dude. I just saw TLC like two years ago. They had the re they had some yeah. concert, and I ran into PK. You went to PK. So I ran into PK at the TLC concert. And get this. This is so PK. funny. Ready? He hasn't called me in years. He calls me yesterday out of the fucking blue on speaker, yeah. and him and his wife are arguing. He's like, "Where did we meet? What concert was it?" Yeah. And I go, "TNC." And he's like, "I told you." Okay, and he's like, "I gotta go." And he hangs up. We know exactly what the fuck's up. He goes, "It was TLC, right? It was TLC." And then he hangs up, and they're like, "I was like, what was that?" In a marriage, you'll fight for the fucking dough. Yeah, because they were betting a hundred bucks. He's like, "You have to fucking be honest. I have a hundred bucks on this." I go, "It was TLC." I fucking told you. And then she gets on the phone. TLC was the feature, and ends up he was wrong because they were the oh, headlining fuck. out. We took the picture in the day, yeah. so we actually met during DJ Jazzy Jeff. So his, <laughs> wife won. his wife won, and he was like, "I was saying it," and he hung up on me while I was saying it, dude. He's like, "George, shut up!" And he was like, "Hung up." She's like, "That's my nanny, petty bitch." So honestly, so I think funny. the the moral story is women have better memories than yes, dudes. Yes, one hundred percent. We no, always it's like those memes. Oh, your bitch can remember ten years ago what you said at two forty five p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. whatever, you know, like like you guys are good at details. Like they'll know what well, you if said. You guys would just fucking pay attention. It wouldn't be hard. Are you a pay attention guy or are you like spaced out? Does your girl complain about it? Yeah. You never listen she, to what I say. I told it. Okay. You know, and like she'll be talking for like five minutes, seven minutes. And she's like, are you <laughs> listening? <laughs> what? Because <laughs> you're on shrooms, you fuck. Your no, body no, no, is no, so high. No, no, because sometimes, she, uh, sometimes I know, uh, and I think this is just general with all women. Okay. I think sometimes 
they'll be talking and they're not they're not really paying attention to what you're doing at the moment. I think some women expect if you're you sitting over pho and she's telling you like what her plans are for the week and you're not listening. But some no well okay so there's different scenarios like sometimes I'll be in front of my computer editing and when I, when I, once I'm editing videos I'm I'm, I'm in my yeah zone you're zoned the fuck out yeah you you know. Like you know, it's like there could be a murderer in the house, and you wouldn't even know. Like you, you're so sucked in. Yeah. Or sometimes, uh, uh, you know, my wife would talk while I'm watching a movie, and I'm into the movie. Oh no! You know what I mean? And is that does that start an argument? Very seldom. Okay. So you guys fight a lot or not really? You pretty? No. Yeah, I have my way ninety percent of the time, so I can't really complain about my relationship at all. She, we have no trust issues. She knows I go out late at night. She knows. Because of the nature of my job, you know, I kind of have to flirt with the ladies after. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's what we do. We, we, I like that. I like that you're honest. And, and, you know, it, but that's, that's coming from 10 years after being married. Like, yeah, but 14 years of being together. And when, when I say flirt, it's like, hey, you want to take a picture? You want to take a picture about you? Finally, yeah. like, like shit like you that. smile you know? in the DM. We have to Thank start, you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that's cool. She understands that part of the game, right? Yeah. Like you have to have the well, social. Well, actually, one day I made her watch. You know, Finesse Mitchell, the the yeah. black. Okay, so he was on the Steve Harvey show. And okay, he's been married for twenty years, and they were going at it. Like you know, yeah, we you know, as comics, you have to flirt, right, Steve? And Steve's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he called him out, like, yeah, we have to flirt sometimes because you know that's what we have to do, you know. And, and I was like, right? And she's like, yeah, I know. I guess. You just have to have security in your relationship. So yes. you met her at a at a club? At a dance club. And yeah. it was just like, you hit on her, she hit on you? I met her, dude. Yeah. So like, what was your line? Do you have... Did you oh have my one? God, I was... I And she still gives me shit today. It, mm-hmm. it was, oh no. I, I don't remember was what it the a line? line was. But you had a line? It was a line with the word spam in it. Oh. With spam? You probably said some bullshit. That's so bro. fucking Pacific Islander. Yeah, that's dude. hell. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. hell. Yeah. You should offer her. I said, what? You're going to ham hock me with spam? I was disappointed. I'm surprised you didn't mention Baloo. <laughs> like, that oh is my hell. God, like, damn. <laughs> oh, is that good? Impressive. I got you with a pickup line with spam. Yeah, that's pretty good, Chris. <laughs> that's the artist in you, bro. That's the multimedia <laughs> artist and shit, dude. <laughs> A spam line. In the history of men getting girls, I've never heard a spam. I picked up on you. So, oh, so you yeah. So, how I met Miranda was <laughs> I, I, I went sideways with my psych coordinator at the school I teach for. Okay. Um, he's just one of those pricks that, like, I grew up hating skating. He's that guy on his day off. He'll kick you out. Like, it concerns him. Okay, he's the guy who gets mad at the extra napkins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, it doesn't yeah, concern yeah, yeah. you, yeah, but yeah. why are you why yeah. are you mad, bro? Like he's one of those guys. So I got into him. I just I couldn't deal with it. So he sent me home on paid leave. I mean, I'm sorry, the uh, the the guy above him. I'm pissed. Thank you, And my whole year, 37 years of being alive, I've never thought of like anything bad. Like, but at that moment, I realized why people go postal. Because yeah. I started to think of like how I wanted to like beat his ass and like I got violent, bro. Uh-huh. Like I I felt like I needed to. I probably shouldn't say that, but I'm just saying like <laughs> I got. You realize I like, got violent. Somebody literally just had it out for you. Yes, it was so a vendetta. It was a thing where I've never had something I love be questioned. 
it's like me going up to you and be like, let's lose the fucking the, the sample machine. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want you ever here at my show. If I see that fucking thing, I'm going to throw out the window. You know what I mean? Like, bitch, how dare you, like, but compromise. But we're talking about teaching inner city children how that to have skip. the disposition that would never be able to reach that type of teaching from a well-rounded skater. Yeah. It's just bullshit. And I was like, if I don't take yoga, I'm going to choke a bitch. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I will do something stupid. It I was is, that okay. mad. All right. So I do take yoga. And for the reasons that I'm a high-strung guy and I need to, I need chill. You need to, yeah. And I realized That's for a long time I had no chill. I got sick from like being too. Yeah. So I go to yoga and, she, you know, I noticed her immediately. And she walked, you know, we, oh, I walked in was... late. I, I go middle of the front. And of the I class. thought she was into like homies that like do workout videos, doing squats to like yeah. Kanye, you know, those guys, yeah. they do the, the, you I, the type. I no, really my thought ex, she was in... my ex Asian boyfriend though, was an Ironman I... winning ah! bodybuilder. He He's a legit like he looks good like We're he's talking, a fucking shooting steroids in the ass for breakfast and for dinner he's my, great. my wife's ex was was uh chinese like uh, he was chinese he was first generation like from weird. hong kong yeah, hell with those fucking spoke full they work out with the science it's not even workout they i get the formula they get the ad like they know what the fuck he would do. go and steal toed boots after work in dickies and shit no active wear she said he'd eat like 10 meals and never offer her shit and like they could never eat like a real meal because those always prep meals scale <laughs> yeah often waste sushi he was serious i mean like it is it's a life it's it's a crazy but i he was never gonna find a bitch that was going to be okay tolerant with it. Like me. Like, yeah. I literally tolerated it. We're both ravers. We met at EDC. Shut up. We Wait, met I, at EDC I, I, I with my ex. Raver. <laughs> no, I'm still a raver. My candy's right there. I take it off just for you. I was the biggest raver ever to exist. I wear it every day. That's why I keep harassing PK. I was like, I'm going to PK's a ah, mad raver. I met PK raving. in the raving days, too. Really? Like, he, he had a nickname and everything. Like, who were oh, your favorite I DJs? I wasn't into raving. I dated girls that were fucking That's into it. I would just go with them to Masterdome and drop. I was Masterdome. just into doing drugs, bro. And I would I would go to Audiotistic for the hip hop. Like I'd sneak yeah, into the yeah. hip hop. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Like I, I never got into the actual DJs. I think I I was into jungle DJs yeah. only because it sounded like so hip hop. No, man, I got I got so I got heavy into the, I, I became a DJ because I was so influenced by funky house. Do you have the depths? Funky. We have the setup. Huh? We have the setup. I used to have the setups and I, I used to spin at uh, dance clubs and stuff like that. Yeah, techniques. Yeah. You're at my wedding. You know, no, weekend. it was dancing. You know, but did you? Yeah, that's why when I saw you, I was like, why the fuck aren't you the DJ? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were the DJ, Vincent. Uh, Vincent. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got, I got, you know, I, I love doing the drugs. Went to Macedonia a play, a plenty of times. You know Trams, I, mean? I love fucking when it would hit and they do that shit to your ear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hated trance. I hated trance. I didn't like I was too happy. I my hated happy hardcore. Trance. I, I was a happy it. hardcore guy for like a phase of my life stuff. because the women were just so fucking cute. And it was always <laughs> like, you want to see my ex? And <laughs> your ex. <laughs> people go, are you fucking serious? Jesus Christ! Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. He has a real bodybuilder. Like, Fuck, I wish I got a Jesus there? Christ. Oh, no, but look at when I was like, really, that's what I looked like when I had to compete with him. 
You were competing? Not competing, but like just to be in the inner circle. I've had four kids. What? I've had four kids. Did you have four kids? I've had them. Oh my goodness gracious. They're out of my body at this point. But you know what? I always thought like, fuck, dude. You know how like your biggest worry (laughs) is like, oh man, she's using a mom out. She's yeah. gonna be fat as fuck. But she she's so fit, like everyone has the same reaction. And I respect that because it like when you have that discipline, that's what I love. Because I, I have a lot of friends, moms, and no disrespect. I get it. Yeah. I get when you you just mom out. It's a that's natural what I love order. about Asian culture though, too, is the discipline. We have a really disciplined. Super fucking disciplined. Like my ex, I'd Depending be like, Did your mother, did your parents <laughs> cane you? Like pillow talking was like, Yeah. I was like, I'm joking, I'm joking, babe. It's like no. It was pick your poison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said he picked the thin one, like being a dumb kid, instead of the thick one, which you know a thin one's gonna whip you like way worse. Yeah. And that's like such fucking Asian culture. And like they speak full Cantonese. Like I'd be out at midnight, three in the morning with this man who's forty years old, and his fucking mother would be calling him like, "What are you doing?" You you could hear the brow beating in her Cantonese. (laughs) Full fucking Cantonese. He's like. Once they have kids with me, he's like, you're going to have to speak Cantonese. I'm like, motherfucker, let's invest in Rosetta Stone. Then. This, is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. No, but then all my Asian girlfriends go, no, no, no. You send them to school. Yeah. They teach them. They teach them. Yeah. They teach them this. They teach them English. But she had to like ditch everything to learn, be a part of that weird Asian culture where it's like judgmental. Oh, God. We were fucking kid loving his mom. It was crazy. That's but crazy. Whatever. My ex sent the cops to her house. And you're and like it was the opposite, from them. Like... So, like, here's the thing. He's when, super Americanized. When I met her, it was the day after the. No, yeah, it wasn't her a day. It was, was like it was a week. They went through a breakup. Man, I wish my wife was here. You guys would have such through, a big We'll do she, a double date podcast yeah. anytime. Yeah, bring her by because when we met, we both were I'm there. Like, you, you know, I, the best like? way to describe it is lost. Yeah. You remember, have you seen the show Lost? Yeah. Remember their airplane cr- and everyone's on this. No one knows who the fuck is who, <laughs> but there's some crazy but dark past. Uh, like yeah. Chris robbed the bank. This chick yeah, fucking yeah, like yeah, owes yeah. the mafia money. You know, I raped the kid. Like, yeah. we're all I there. The it's, like, for some dark shit. And, like, honestly, when I met her, um, I didn't think anything other than, like, oh, you know, you noticed the cute girl walking. And then on the way out, she had talked about my tattoos. And then we Which, just Which, if got... you know George, talking about tattoos doesn't mean a fuck all to him. Like, my in was a cinder block tattoo. So we just talked about that. But what got me was she started quoting Pryor. I love Richard Pryor. And she's saying how she loves comedy, not knowing that I'm a comedian, right? She's like, uh, Richard Pryor said only three people tell the truth, which is um, drunk people, kids, and pissed off motherfuckers. People that right? are pissed the, the fuck, fuck off. off. And I go like, damn. That's and I, one of the best quotes. I mean, I love Carlin, George Carlin. And she made me Louis. laugh. She was funny. Lisa Lampanelli, give me a fucking I knew she was a comedy head. I mean, mean, she just had that sarcasm. Before I met him, I was walking to the comedy club in Santa Monica, and I walked into some jazz club called, oh, fuck, I don't remember what it was called. But anyways, it was insane. And I was pursuing comedy before I even met you. And I'm not a star fucker. Like, I sight rep for movie ranches. I've scouted for commercials, music videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done a lot of shit. I've done so much shit. I know exactly what I don't want to do. That's why I keep trying things because I like trying different things. And that's yeah. what's excellent about being a bartender. It's like when people go, oh, I don't like that. It's like, well, fucking try it. Yeah. Is yeah. it going to hurt you? 
maybe you'll like it. You know why people don't really like wine or red wine specifically is because they don't drink expensive wines. Yeah, you have yeah. to actually put the money towards it. They've been it. fucking with Charles Shaw and it's like they get headaches. No, like if you, I'll tell anybody that's listening to this podcast, if you just want to fuck with something and just school yourself, go into Vaughn's, go into Ralph's, go into Albertson's. You're going to spend 50, 40 bucks. Get a bottle of Justin Cabernet Sauvignon. Merlot. Even the way she said it's Sauvignon. It doesn't matter. Like I was going to be. Oh, like, I wanted, Sauvignon. No, I, I, I really wanted to be a Sauvignon. Chloe Sauvignon. Sauvignon is, you know, the master of wine that's going to teach yeah. you everything. But I got a concussion last year and it fucked up my taste Jeez. of smell. Man, I don't know anything about, like, uh, I, I just know my wife. So she's is she a, a wine, wine head? She's not a wine connoisseur, but she knows her wine. What's her favorite? Uh, I don't too. even know. Well, we're going to have to do it. You have to bring her. Let's do double day podcast with Chris. Just text him what her favorite yeah. is, and I'll go shopping. Yeah. I like to do flights. That's what we did with Rizzo. Yeah, we Steph. fucked we them up. Flights. They're like, what the fuck? They came, There's they... 16 glasses on. I was like, and, yeah, just for Jess it. works for a fucking airline, and she were giving her flights, bro. She oh, was right. like, dude, they've been hitting me up to this day. Like, dude, what, what are we going to do it again? Like, no, you know it's a podcast, I've got right? a bottle of rosé, a $30 bottle of rosé yeah. on chill for stuff when when they're ready come over yes yeah definitely. dude oh look at cheeto he's in love with you okay <laughs> just pick him up fuck it all right dude so we have about like five more minutes before this next thing runs out but i just wanted to uh basically ask you where are you going to be performing next oh well we have uh the, the wings of love me in the mirror uh we got booked to do the maui sugar mill which is uh what's that in Tarzana, it's a it's a it's a upper scale dive bar in Tarzana, and they wanted to do about forty minutes of improvised music. Oh shit! So, so you're gonna do comedy music? Improvised music, yeah, improvised comedy music. That's you awesome. Know? And when what day is that? That's tomorrow, and then uh, I think oh, I'm booked at the Sand Trap in Beaumont on Friday. Sand Trap in Beaumont. Yeah. Okay, so is there? Do they just show up? Is there tickets? Is there like? Um, yeah, for for uh, the Maui Sugar Mill, I think just show up. Could they just DM you and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, okay. DM me. So where, where could you DM? Don't DM you, a... <laughs> you could DM me on my Instagram, Chris Rubio Artist. Just don't DM him, you know what. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> my wife will see the picture. Chris Rubio, but let's... Uh, guys, it's not spelled Chris the traditional it's way. It's K-R-I-S. So he does it like Chris yes. Cross. Yes, which is another uh, band. Chris Cross. K-R-I-S, Rubio, like... Uh, like Rubio's Baja, uh, Baja Grill, R-U-B-I-O, <laughs> and artist, A-R-T-I-S. And then he's he's a funny guy. He's multi-talented. Um, you guys will get a kick following his Instagram. He has a lot of cool sketches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And catch him live, man. He's so unique. It's You, you won't see anyone like him. He's got Asian bangs for days. Yeah. I'm going back and so this motherfucker can see walk. Oh, man. The, the no, way. show me now. Shut Dude, he was sea walking. I'm a dub no, that's, that's, that's such a that's You can standard. dance. I can see. Okay, I can see standard. why No, it's not your standard. Girl. It's not standard. Bro, you I'm what? sorry. I grew up Sea walking? I can't dance. Not, I can't sea walk. can't dance. It's terrible. That's a standard sea walk, though. I don't even know what a fucking sea walk is. Like, I know it's a crib walk, but I don't even know, like, where to begin and how to do oh, it. Oh, you're so funny. It's like, well, you gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you gotta, gotta you do gotta, it. Like, come on, you gotta, come you gotta, on. 
Look, he does it where he, yeah, he, look, oh, there shit. he is. Yeah, you had the Chris fucking walk, posture. Shit shot. Or yeah, it? It's so good. Yeah, he has the posture. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking Doug C, I learned it from Doug That's C. That's what you get when you yeah. fucking... So you, you could get down. I love Doug C. I could, yeah. I saw, I yeah, love, I saw Chris Rubio dancing. Maybe you should put that song on in closing. Yeah, like you know what? Let's put, put that shit on. If you put the right song... Wait, which one? Which one? That's what you get when you're fucking with me. Wait, what was like... What? Trip walk by fucking um, WC. No, no. I can't no. even think of his name. Alright, we're gonna see walk out Dub of here, C. dude. Dub C. Dub C. D U B C or Westside Connection. Mm, I think it's Dub C. I gotta start this shit. <laughs> Jack and the Beanstalk. Dub C. Crip walk. Okay, That's here we what go. You get. Oh, and he's always on stage doing it. It's ridiculous. I saw Bun B. Dub C. Crip word. There. I don't even know what song is it. Dub C Crip Walk. Oh, is this it? Yes. Yeah. What's up, Doug? Yes. 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 Right, let's get see. Wait, can we though. see walk no, over here? There's more room me. over here. You gotta teach me. No, 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 no. no. All right, these guys are gonna you start see walk. No, no, no. I'm gonna do it alone. I, I can't see walk or else I would. I can't either. Can we do it here? Let's see it. Okay. Ready? I'm gonna see walk. Yeah. just started a sea walking <laughs> and now the chihuahua is mad again he must be a blood for sure he must be a blood fuck dude I, i've never had uh, two things happened today was uh we never had a girl spit we never had a real freestyle session and we never had someone sea walk the fuck out of here that was dope so yeah let's close that was a perfect podcast i want to thank chris rubio for coming yes, out sir. here thank you for miranda for the hospitality from the bars cheeto for fucking not barking or biting him and uh yeah you can find chris rubio at chris rubio artist yes on instagram with Where a k I? Website and ever... chrisrubioartist.com. And yeah, check out his sketches. Um, and then DM him if you want to go to his next show. Um, I'm at Wednesday, I'm gonna be in Uptown Whittier at Mitchie's and Tacos. Um, it's a it's a Friendsgiving show with Sizzo, Jay Lamont, and uh, Monique Flores. She's a hilarious girl. And then um December 7th, I'm gonna be in Palm Springs. Not it's some brewery, not sure. December 21st, I'm at the Rev Rinery in Corona. And um, I'm keeping it pretty light till the end of the year. I just want to, you know, be able to spend time with friends, family, yeah. do some more podcasts, see walk some more freestyle, yeah. and I, just I, live I, life. I have one more date. That could I, if, if, if I could yeah, one it. more. We got 10 seconds. Okay, uh, January 7th, uh, join me in the live stream with George Wang. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. I'm going to be rapping on this shit. We out. Peace.